Welcome into the Fortress of Combatude podcast. My name is Tyler. I'm Mary. I'm Marin. I'm Kylie. This is a creator-focused episode. It's a show we do once a month where we pull a random comic creator's name out of a bucket. We talk about their uh, career and books they've worked on, and at the end of this episode, we'll pull out the next comic creator's name for next month's creator Focus episode. Mary, do you have any idea who we're talking about? The name is Benjamin Percy. Ha-ha! I, I was surprised. I, I thought you were like, I forgot. Benjamin Percy is who we're talking about today, who is... Uh, I see the name right there. That's oh, weird. Okay. They did some movie with him about Olympians and that's, shit. That's right. <laughs> Percy, that was Percy Jackson. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know that movie? <laughs> what? Rosario Dawson was in that. Come on. How do you not know that? <laughs> Rosario Dawson. Oh, my God. <laughs> don't, don't, don't. Start. I don't know who that is. Stop. I don't know who that is. Rosario Dawson. Is that Brooklyn Nine-Nine? No, not at all. <laughs> not at all. She was in all the the Marvel. The, don't don't don't. Okay, don't just, even start. No. She won't. Okay. She She's not worth your time. Moving on. <laughs> I'm not worth anyone's time. <laughs> We're talking about Benjamin Percy today, writer. Probably other things. <laughs> I was oh. I was waiting for it to go like why writer, director, producer. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but it was just writer, husband, That's father. It. I'm assuming. I don't know. Uh, worked on some stuff for mo- both Marvel, DC, and some indie stuff. He was at DC pretty much exclusively. It seemed like for a good little while, but now it seems like he's doing more Marvel stuff in DC. As of as of late. Did you write it down? Are we going to talk about it? Yeah, I got the. There was not a whole lot of. He's doing a lot of Upshot stuff. Okay. Well, I mean, these the two things we read were Upshot. What's well, Upshot? Is that a? It's a book. Printing. Did you yeah. see it? Did you see it? Do you... It's fairly recent. No. It, like right when Corona was hitting is when Upshot came out. What? 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 Oh shit! But I Straczynski. Don't. That was Straczynski's <laughs> big return to comics. Was oh, that's Upshot, right. Yeah. Resistance. That's right. That's right. Okay, so this was part of that. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So uh, Benjamin Percy, notable works: Green Arrow, Teen Titans, Nightwing, X Force, Wolverine, Devil's Highway, um, with some other stuff. Benjamin Percy's published uh, four novels also, uh, The Dark Net, The Deadlands, Red Moon, and The Wilding, as well as two books of short fiction, Refresh, Refresh, and The Language of Elk. In 2016, he published his first book of nonfiction. <laughs> I, I would imagine that's what an elk sounds like. <laughs> In 2016, he published his first book of nonfiction, a collection of essays on writing and genre fiction called Thrill Me. Thrill Me. Uh, Where was he born? I have no idea. Oh, you really couldn't find that? There, there's not a whole lot of shit. There was not a lot she of. She does really good. Do you remember um, she did all this? She had I like know. Mary used to do novels. I was like, remember Mary had like their whole history. Well, when we do some of the comic creators that are like legends that have been around for a long time, you could find a lot of shit. She probably could have. What? Probably get off her ass. Well, notes. What are notes? She. Did Frank Miller when it was Gary Frank? Don't give me this. <laughs> she picks the wrong. She's so she, so somewhere we have notes for Frank Miller, but they're probably no, lost to the wind. Lost. At this point. <laughs> You're done. I'm done. My OneDrive deleted everything. <laughs> really? I had to start over on Damn. these. Yeah. All that. Uh, Percy's like first work ago. for DC was writing Detective Comics 35 and 36 in 2014, which was part of the company's New 52 branding. He eventually took over. 
as writer on the company's Green Arrow series, beginning with issue 41. Hmm. Um, he kind of saved Green Arrow there at the end because Green Arrow during the New 52 got really bad. I mean, the New 52... Dude, it started out shit. Right. That and, was one I gave a shot, and that first issue was crap. Well, and this was also at the launch of the Arrow show, mm. and DC made the mistake of bringing in a bunch of the TV writers mm. and letting them write the comic book, and it got real bad. Like, the Green Arrow book got real bad in the 52. Wouldn't the writing so did be... Percy do the Rebirth? Is that Percy, what you said? Yeah, he, well, he, he did, like, the tail end. He, the tail end of the New 52, he came in right towards the end of oh, okay. it. Okay. And then when they relaunched in Rebirth, he, 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 oh, he was okay. given. Yeah, what he the, was given. Not that I'm saying what Mary read. writing is completely sure, but. different, but at the same what time. What did you say you couldn't find his birthday? Where, where he, he, was was born. he was born. Oh, Eugene, Oregon? There you go. Or maybe uh, he's just in there right now? <laughs> <laughs> what I'm saying we'll is. forward, she says back. I have the place, but I don't know if it's at all correct. So, wouldn't it be different to be writing a television show versus a comic? The pacing, and right. maybe not. It could be the same storyline. Mm-hmm. Well, I think part of the problem is that not all fans of the Green Arrow comic are necessarily going to be fans of the show, or, uh. or vice versa, and they were trying to make, just make write okay. the comic as if it was the show. No, I, I could see that if it, they were just trying. I don't know. I just thought right. the pacing has to be different. Your timing, your... Uh-huh. Not necessarily. There's plenty of comics I've read where I'm like, this would make an excellent TV show. Or this Listen would... here, Squeaky. I know. It's, it's pretty bad. Squeaky, squeaky. <laughs> when uh, that series was canceled in preparation for DC's 2016 DC Rebirth Initiative, which involved restating its monthly, restarting all of its monthly titles with new number one issues, Percy would continue as the writer on Green Arrow with this new series in 2016, beginning with the one-shot Green Arrow Rebirth, which sold over 90,000 copies, which is like pretty... Impressive for a Green Arrow number. I mean, all, a lot of those DC Rebirth number ones, I think, sold pretty well. But, mm-hmm. like, I, I don't think... For Green Arrow, Green Arrow I mean, probably hasn't sold that since Kevin Smith, I would imagine. Like, 90,000 yeah. copies is is pretty, pretty legit. Um, it released in May 2016. It was the highest-selling issue with Green Arrow as the main character in recent comics history and received a second printing. Like, Green Arrow hadn't went to second print probably since Kevin Smith, so... That's a you know that's pretty that's a good. Feat. Oh yeah, and again, it was a number one, so it wasn't like you a, know. a lot of those rebirths went. To, but I mean, it was the stuff. I you'd hate expect, it that they like keep Fla- Flash and Superman, Batman. And, yeah. yeah, I just hate that they keep renumbering because you keep saying like and Detective this and that, and I'm like, well, what yeah. year is? Oh this? no, what, what was really terrible was it the new fifty? I think it had to been the new fifty two when they were just starting everything over, like, mm-hmm. and when you saw. When they'd give you like the first appearance, like say first appearance of Batman, and it would say Batman number one, right? Like, but that's bullshit. That's not the first. You're right. you're trying to change history at this point, right? And that's not. Oh, that's I not hate how X-Men first appearance of the new Fifty Two Batman. Well, yeah, right. which is bullshit. Marvel does that shit too. I just it drives me up the wall because I know you're not. You can't really have any consecutive numbering because of the but it really is hard when you say that because i'm like is it my 44 like back and he's like and it's 2014 i'm like is that mine but now i'm thinking about it i read shit back in 1990 so i'm like god damn it i have a theory on this and i don't know i don't know if i'm just full of shit i I think i think this worry that comic companies have they've just made up in their minds about this whole thing of like well we have to start over every so often because if new people are trying to come in and they see Spider-Man 850, they're going to get yeah, discouraged. Yeah. And what, 
I, I've never come across anyone that has said that. I don't think anyone thinks that way. Nope. I think people that want to get and into comics get into comics because... It would be such a small minority, and it would be right. very easy to be, just be like, well, listen, like comics have been around for a long time. Yeah. You can't just jump in well, to I think right. at the beginning. Most, people, the most new people that come into the shop will say, where's a good, good place a good jumping on point? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but they don't need a number one issue. Because yeah. like, these these characters in these comics have been around for so long. It's not like you're... Like, you kind of know general stories of mm. things that have happened. It's this kind of stuff, the number ones and the newer stuff. I would think Spider-Man, yeah. again, you find one storyline that you, you jump onto. Yeah. Just, like, I'm yeah. so when I got into sometimes. comics, when I was actually reading them regularly, I just jumped in. I I literally just yeah. jumped in. It's and different for new stories. Like again, the, there's the some children. of the stuff where you're yeah. just like, exactly. who is this person, whatever. But you just keep reading it. You, you couldn't pick, jump you, into like you pick um, it up as you go. God, like I don't know what's something you couldn't jump into. Like I I would I was about to say you couldn't jump into Civil War, but I know a lot of people that that was their that was their jumping on point. I basically jumped stuff. into DC. I, I've told this story before, but I Black basically jumped into DC and Blackest Night. Like when I started reading comics regularly, hmm. I got into comics through Spider-Man. It was very much Marvel focused, very Spider-Man focused, but the Blackest few things Night. outside I of Spider-Man in, were I just did Marvel. a Flashpoint. And like, so. but Blackest Night was coming out and all the posters were in the stores and stuff. Yeah. And I was like, this looks really cool. Knew it nothing really awesome. about D. I mean, I knew who Batman was yeah. and shit like that, but I didn't. I I had no idea. I knew nothing about Green Lantern other than the one in the animated show who was John Stewart. So it wasn't even Hal Jordan. So I like I don't know who this guy was, but I just read it. I was like, this is fucking cool. I was confused out of my mind through most of it, but you pick it up after you do, a while. Yeah, you just if it's in the if it's an interesting for enough me story, that drove me mm-hmm. like it. Dro- it dro- I want to figure out because I was like I yeah. want to learn who oh, these guys. Right. I wasn't discouraged like oh screw this I don't know who these people are. It was more like I want to find out who this guy is. Like you know, you see like Hawkman show up on a page. Like who's that guy? I want to find out who that fucking guy is or, or whatever. I always feel bad. Somebody's wanting to hear about Benjamin Percy. Who's that? Well, I mean, we're it, it's we're it's a, it's adjacent to. Yeah, I'm just saying. Did he win any awards or anything yet? He did not find that. Oh, you know what, Mary? <laughs> You're just trying to distract me from the fact that I'm done with my notes art. <gasps> Oh, are you serious? Are you really done with your notes? That's, you didn't find nothing, apparently. That's, How that's did you not? Di- that's are you all serious? Wikipedia had, okay? That's all oh. they had. That's all they had. You didn't do any, Does he like. Not have a site or a DeviantArt page or something? Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> he only went to. Is that too much? I've got about a half hour to dedicate to this. <laughs> I'm all like looking over at Mary. Mary, he's got to have like a website with an about us on it, right? About us. And there's always something that says about me or about us right. or about the author, right? But, Look at, um, I mean, he probably he's written novels, so maybe he's won some awards with like novels that he's written. Sure. I, I but do if know. We want to just focus on comics and I, I guess, really enjoyed that run on Green Arrow. That was the most I'd probably been into Green Arrow in that's a long Mary's. time. And yeah, we'll let her talk about the details of it. But DC Rebirth was very much <laughs> focused on here's the stuff that you like back. It was like a lo- very nostalgia heavy. They gave Green Arrow the Van Dyke beard back as during Aww. during the New Fifty Two. Like Kevin Smith, Phil Hester. Yeah, Hester, during the New Fifty Two. You know, again when they're trying to copy the Arrow TV show, like he's got no facial hair and he's you know. So and uh, Benjamin Percy put him back with with. Black Canary, which just to me, I'm like Green Arrow and Black Canary should be at least a thing. Yeah. They're either together or they're at least like involved in some way. You know what I mean? They they need to be yeah involved. So. Yes, and they are involved. And I do have to say, and Tyler has told me that they were 
bi-month bi-weekly not bi-monthly bi-weekly bisexual <laughs> they were bi-weekly and it really fucks with my head that the art style changes and i don't oh, like it yeah, yeah i don't like it when the it, it's just not cohesive when the story like did the, the art because they during huh. dc rebirth all the books were bi-weekly when they first launched so but no artist is drawing two comic books a month unless you're like mark bagley maybe <laughs> Right. And, and but, goddamn uh, consistency. <laughs> but so you have two different artists, so they would alternate. So when the trade comes out, you have a different artist in every issue. And it does, It. I mean, I, I. it's something I can look past, but I can see how some people would be like, this. I'm having a hard time with this, the, it, especially if the change is pretty drastic. You know and that I mean? one is. It is pretty drastic. Oh, really? Mm. It's like very, like, what you would call, like, kind of like cartoony looking and then it gets into more a more realistic more like mm. detailed look and it's, it's just not that sad. either of them are bad they're just they're not bad different. they're just yeah. they're different it's and jarring it's jarring yes and I, I i'm pretty sure we talked about this on our greg rucka episode but i think greg rucka was the his wonder woman book during dc rebirth was the best one that handled that because they did the two it was the comic was still bi-weekly but they had two storylines going on at once oh, okay and so like Nicholas Scott which was drawing one storyline and then I can't it was like maybe Liam Sharp or somebody was drawing the other one but so you get like part one and part one and the next month you get part two and part two and then so when the trades come out it's one artist on the trade like when you got the whole thing together it was like one artist drew that whole story arc yeah that's better than doing one story arc at a time and having it flip-flop back and forth between artists i think so So some yeah some of that stuff is jarring i remember ultimate comics spider-man when bagley had left and i don't know who the hell was drawing it imminent right wasn't it Stuart imminent that came on after bagley and i don't know if it was it was directly after it was definitely an art change where when he was dressed up as spider-man he looked like like sam from trick-or-treat the little oh. kid with the pumpkin. That's what he looked like. And oh, I'm like, wow. this is terrible. Uh, this is this takes me out of the book. Especially when you're used to To the bag. point where I was like, it's, Bendis was still writing it. But I was like, I want to drop this because the art is pissing me oh, it's off. Pissing me the fuck <laughs> Sometimes it's, you can have a book with a really good story and you can make it through. Yeah, yeah. yeah and other times, so the art, I'm telling you, it makes a difference. Right. So a lot of you guys will remember DC Rebirth launched with this big 80-page one-shot that was DC Rebirth number oh, one. And it was so and good. It was. And, so and they had all of these little Who's nuggets in there that were kind of setting up where the direction of the whole DC universe was going to go. Hmm. You know, they'd show, like, Aquaman proposes to Mera. That's what the Aquaman book was going to be like. They're going to be engaged. And they would show, you know, different things like that. Um, in the DC Rebirth one-shot, there was a quick panel of... Damian Wayne in the Bat Cave with a birthday cake with 13 candles on it. And so it was kind of implying Damian's turning 13. Everyone assumes like, oh, he's he's going to be a teenager. He's going to be on the Teen Titans, um, which obviously he was. And Ben Percy wrote this book as well during the, the start of DC Rebirth. Teen, right? Titans. Teen Titans. Yeah. Okay. And it was fucking sweet. Oh. Um, it, it was so Damian leads the team, but you've still got Raven. You've got Starfire. You've got Beast Boy. You've got uh, Kid Flash, the, the the new Kid Flash, the Wallace West, African-American Wally West Kid Flash, as well as uh, Aqualad eventually joined the team. Um, and it was awesome. And so the the 
book I was going to talk about for this is the first volume of that, which is uh, it, it's it's really funny because it's just the most Damien thing ever. It's like Damien has a birthday party. He's turning thirteen, but he doesn't have any friends because he's Damien, and so he just <laughs> he just that. he just kidnaps the Teen Titans and like brings them all together and be like we're a team now and I'm leading this team and everyone's like the fuck you are it's like, no this is how it is like <laughs> and like eventually they, they kind of just buy into it eventually and it turns into a whole thing where they they've had to fight Roz al Ghul and League of Assassins because it's Damien and, and Roz is this whole you know obviously grandson and and Benjamin Percy wrote that yeah okay. he, he wrote Teen Titans for like the first 20 issues or so of Rebirth and it was really sweet why is Aaron dancing around I don't know. no cause oh <laughs> like, no, like, don't bring attention to it God. Uh, also the the uh, i mean ben percy wasn't the artist but the the dc rebirth design of raven is like my favorite look of raven in all of her history so we've got that going for us as well so mary do you want to talk about the the green arrow book in a little more detail yeah and you'll have to help me because you're better at talking than i am but <laughs> <laughs> Dear Lord. Mary, no talk so well. I don't. I don't. We all know this. Um, so, yeah, I read Green Arrow, the DC Rebirth. It's the first volume, Death and Life of Oliver Queen. And it starts off the way every Green Arrow reboot starts where he's lost his money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. It's true. Like something's gone wrong. Yes. And then we meet that there's like underground people that are like taking homeless women and children and like selling them on the black market basically yeah Aww. like hu- human trafficking yeah. human trafficking yes Bunch of jerks. it's basically like we're selling this to you we're selling this person to you and you do whatever you want with them um and he has like a sister named yeah. ellie emmy, emmy emmy her name's emiko yeah but he calls her emmy m-e-i She's like his half, his half sister. She's little little Japanese girl. Good old whores. Yes. Um. I don't know. She eventually joins the Teen Titans as well later on in DC. I don't know what they're even doing with her now. I haven't seen her pop up in anything in quite some time. How old is she? She's like teenage. She's teenager. Okay. I don't know if they said in this. If they did, I don't when remember. When she said sister, I was thinking they might be closer to the same age, but no, no, it's not. no, no. So, anyways, Oliver Queen is digging into these underground people, and then it, he learns that these people are being kept in like a shipping crate that uh, his company owns. The Ooh. Queen Industries is that what bad, it is? Bad. So deal. he goes to his office and he figures out. Um, not figures out, but he's just asking around, and his CFO doesn't like that, so he calls calls in the big guns, and they take him, and it turns out it's uh, Emmy, Emmy? Yeah, Emmy. Emmy and her mom, who's like an assassin, they take him, and they dump him into the ocean, and put like drugs and alcohol and stuff into his boat, so that people are like, oh, well, he OD'd, and he just fell overboard, or something like that, and oh, he died. classic. So... Uh, so everybody thinks that he's dead, but he's not actually dead. Um, he had like some kind of tracker on him, and so his friend was able to find him um, and rescue him. Basically, kind of brought him back to life. Oh. He didn't actually die. 
You just, uh, you know, under the water for a very long time and stuff. You know those things. You know, you could just things that you can survive. The artwork's stunning. Yes, it's very good artwork until Otto it Schmidt does a bunch of the artwork in here. Oh, he, he, he is I, I good. like him. Yeah, I like him quite a bit. From yes. what I can see, you can tell, and I'm wondering if the stuff. work. I mean, it's nice to have a writing and an artist team that works, but sometimes, I mean, when you're looking at that book, it's so beautiful that the story kind of flows with it. I love the green arrow with the hood, too. I'm yeah, always, anybody. Yes. I've always, I know it's not practical. I know people talk about why it wouldn't ever work. I'm like, but I don't does care. everybody it's a know book. who he is, cool. right? Everybody know who that he is, Green Arrow? Um, no. no, I don't okay. think so. so. It didn't seem like it. Because he has like that a lot little, of people do, but not everybody. Because he has that little, it's like the uh, whole like eye mask Domino thing mask, yeah. That no yeah. one can see past the domino mask. There's this very small thing that I really liked in this where he's like breaking into his building and he's like talking about like the floors have sensors and like if, if anything is heavier than... Uh, a piece of paper then alarms go off and the whole building shuts down i really like that little detail where he's like talking to himself about it explaining <laughs> himself like why he's doing certain things he has like this guy this guy up in a rafter and then the next security guard comes in he punches him in the penis. in the penis <laughs> in the face in oh, the elevator oh. in the elevator Wrong is what head, i was looking for. <laughs> elevator is what is the word i was looking for elevator <laughs> it was not penis uh <laughs> and then he like comes face to face with the the underground people and he's fighting them um people. crab people <laughs> crab. black canary <laughs> thinks that he's dead um so she, she goes, always thinks he's dead right well, so he's crazy he's crazy He's crazy. Crazy. So she breaks a. She gets onto like a big ship. Um, oh, Dinah. And then she's taken hostage, and because they know that Green Arrow is actually alive. Um. Who's this Red Skull guy? Red Skull. Oh, I don't remember his name. Crossover. He's a bad guy. He's bad though. He's a bad guy. Leader of the underground. So people. did you think the story was like smooth and consistent? His writing style. Yes. I, I felt like it was it was very good writing. Okay. I say I enjoyed. I'm this just run not quite good at explaining things, and which is why I lean on Tyler mm. for things like this. This is the most I've given a shit about Green Arrow in quite a some long time. time, and then it's over now. So, uh, and they're not even publishing a Green Arrow book right now. So, yeah. well, I think it's a it's a the artwork helps a lot. I've always loved Black just, Canary too, so her being involved yeah. makes it easier. It's a beautiful book, and if it's anything like how Tidy was with Year Zero, I think that would be a, a fun read. I would recommend his... I think he did, like... There's, like, four trades worth of his... Huh. Yeah, I think that's what we have. Or so. Yeah, I bought all the ones he did. Once he left, I stopped buying them. So right. whatever... How many we have, that's really? whatever it is. When did the artwork change? It, In this. <laughs> yeah. Well, oh, it, it's it's up and down. They, there's different artists in every oh, issue. Are you serious? They, that they, one? They, they yeah. alternate. Yeah, yeah, they alternate. We but, had this discussion like ten minutes. But ago. it didn't look like the artist oh, changed. Oh no! I, it where she flipped it through did. it, I oh maybe it. I just paid attention when I wanted to. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I know Otto Schmidt <laughs> is one of them. I'm not sure who the other artist. It's is. both really good artists. It's just like it's Juan Ferreria. Ferreria. I don't know. That's a hard last name to pronounce. Juan. Come on, Mary. You got this. F E R R Y. Uh, usually a double R is like the rolled. The... I can't do it, so I'm not going to try. 
But I, I, I'm not Relch. <laughs> it's beautiful, though. <laughs> so Green Arrow seems like, in Relch? general, it's a really interesting character. Like, I enjoy the concept of him. You just have to find the right writer for him, mm. or it's like a Batman in green. I mean, no, he, that, he's he, very he, much he against fascism. He was uh, just a Batman ripoff back in the day. Yeah. But I, really, if you look at him, he's a Batman in mm-hmm. green. And so it's kind of intriguing. Or Tony Stark in green. It's like this weird kind of mixture. He's so you kind have of a to mix, have the, yeah. You have to have the right, right, right the, writer to get him right. right. He's, he's kind of a mix between the two because, like, no. the Oliver Queen is very much, he's much more Tony Stark than he is Bruce Wayne, but Green Arrow is much more Batman than Iron Man. So he's kind of oh, I would a like, mixture I of, of, of both. Because Green Arrow's. Uh, very much a, kind of an asshole, but he is wealthy, but he's kind of a misogynist. He's kind of, you know, these things that Bruce Wayne He's also against isn't. fascism, but he's yeah. a misogynist, so... I, I, I really kind of like this trade because Green Arrow's always been one to kind of, like, tackle social issues and everything, and, like, this one deals very much with, like we said, human trafficking, mm-hmm. and it, that just feels like a, a Green Arrow story. Like, it, it was a good place to start with him because, like, yeah, this is... I mean, for me, I've... Not that great of a Green Arrow fan, but I was like, I was into this, but I know the Green Arrow fans that miss that older stuff that they weren't getting in well, the new Fifty Two. So I'm like, this is probably gonna make these people happy because beard. this is Green Arrow street level stuff dealing with a real social issue through a comic book lens. That's would you advise people to pick it up? Yeah, it's the first volume. It gets you. Would you read the other ones? Into... Are you interested at all in reading the other ones? Like, will you? Yeah. Have you not read the other ones? No. no. Oh. She read it today for this. Gotcha. Gotcha. I'm with you on this. We read. But, I mean, we already have more so of it. The worst done for you. Yes. Am I planning on it? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> at least you're honest, right? Like. Right. There you go. Sure. Aaron. Yeah. Okay, Let's so... Let's talk about what you, you read, read. Before so this Kylie is... talks about baby teeth. So, wait. <laughs> <laughs> Did so, he write that? No. no. Oh. Donny Cates. So, but that we can do that again. But that was the greatest so, explanation of a book I've ever heard about. Uh, so, this is the... <laughs> this is what Kylie did. He told me he, no one's read either one. He picked up both trade paperbacks. So, I'm going to have... The back is really easy read. So he said, Aaron. So I just read the back. No, 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 no. It was no, really no. good. He goes, Aaron. And as far as synopsis choose, go, right? really incredible. I so mean. he says, you choose. And I said, all right. So I read the synopsis. So I'm going to have Kylie read his synopsis. Just read the synopsis on the back. Oh. Yeah. No, Devil's seriously. Highway. Up here? Yeah. You're, I know it's tiny. You know, they say yes. life is so a highway. So he's got Devil's Highway is his book. Benjamin Percy and Brent Relch? Relch. You're already fucking it up. Present a nerve-wracking thriller. (laughs) She's like, the back's really easy to read. I was like, oh, God, words. It's so tiny. I'm old. I'm old. You're too old. old. I'm old and I can't read this. You're born before the 80s. the 80s. 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 Okay, a young woman with a dark family secret embarks on a quest to hunt down the serial killer that brutally murdered her father. And one Only to discover he is just one piece. On the highway? Of a national network of evil that snakes across. Ooh, is it truckers? The national snakes network across of the evil. country and hides in plain sight. To catch the devil, she must first embrace the darkness wow. within. That was loud. So that's good. I was impressed. <laughs> the, the national network of evil is also known as Fox of the News. Devil is a part-timer. <laughs> so then I read this, and being the goober I am, 
When the dead walk, the living run. Do it cool. Year right. zero. <laughs> this uh, so, one man. Benjamin yes, Percy. Give us your, this is your voice acting um, opportunity. A Japanese hitman? A Mexican <laughs> street urchin? <laughs> An <laughs> Afghan military aide? A polar research scientist? A Midwestern American prepper he's the best five one. survivors of a horrific global epidemic who must draw upon their unique skills and deepest instincts to navigate a world of shambling dead benjamin percy from wolverine the next force and ramon rosanas awesome. star wars age of resistance presents a global look at the zombie apocalypse that wrestles with the weighty morale and theological questions posed by the epidemic and investigates its cause and possible cure wow there was so, not a stutter, not a stumble, not a, you had a possible cure in that. So I chose this one, um, Year Zero. <laughs> and I did, though, read Devil's Highway. That was the cool part, is both kindly have never read either one of the books. And you both read both of them. Yes. Yep. Wow. So wow. I read Year Zero first, what? and then Devil's Highway. He read Devil Highway, and then Year Zero. So Who, who's the Devil's artist on Highway. these? Are they Which artists we different. more? So this is it. The, he, I'm very fascinated. He because I'm used to artists, right? Like, Bendis works with this artist, or Garth Ennis yes. works with this artist. They're all different. Devil's High is Brent Schoonover. Yeah. And then so that's why Rosanis? I asked for the book to see if it's the same artist. And I liked the artwork in this book better than I liked the artwork in this book. But it kind of I really love worked. the colors in here. The colorist is very and he, good. And he talks about the colorist, too. So if you hand me the book back, I'll tell you more. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh. Oh, all right, here we go. Oh, so Year Zero is zombie book, which, you of course, I like. <laughs> you Don't touch it, my Aaron. book. So it, the reason I liked it was I was thinking that they were all together. The way that the synopsis talked about, it talked about all of these characters, right? What do they have in common? But the cool thing is, is they never meet each other. It's like mm. they maintain separate. They're all separate stories. Sarah Lemons is the one in Antarctica, and it's one year in advance. So they're it's set. Before everything. Yeah. yeah. So they're set in the stage one year in advance that maybe she has found something that she shouldn't have found. And she's actually trying to help, which is really cool because from her point of view, the color palette, like he said, he the colorist chose different color palettes for each one of the characters. Oh. So Danielle Martinez... Martinez. Martinez. Gosh Martinez. darn it. Martinez. Because there's an I in it. Captain Metropolis. Martinez. I've never Every, heard anybody pronounce it that way. Martinez. Sorry, I was so excited. He's in Mexico. And so the colors are red. And what's really interesting is everyone, he's poor poverty urchin. And so he's actually looking at everything. And every story is about, what would you say, three to four pages? Uh, two two or three. Yeah. So is he the kid? Yeah, he's the Sorry. kid. So here, no, you're correct. So he's young. He's about, what, 12, 13? You have her. She's a year ago. And so everyone, though, it flips. So at first I thought it'd be disorienting. But then the it next... It is at first until you realize what they're doing. Yes. Like after you go back to the first character again, you realize, oh, you're getting a few pages each. And oh, that's how okay. the whole series, all five issues, you're just yes. getting... So here's a couple pages of this guy. And, here's and you a can tell by the color palette. Well, and the, so this one, it's the colors. Green Saga Watanabe? Watanaba? 
Watanabe. Wasabi. He is. So this is a street urchin in Mexico City. Watanabe. Poor, yeah. poverty, very hungry. I she just keeps looking at me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That sounds, like a, that sounds like a tribe a, you've never heard. Someone like, in Tokyo. They're part of the Watanabe tribe. So Sarah's in Antarctica. We have Mexico City and we have Tokyo. This guy is an assassin slash samurai. He comes from the descent and the history. We then have, oh my God, and I'm going to murder this, Fatme Shah. Fatima. Fatima Shah. She's Fatima. in Afghanistan. Fatme. Fatme. Sorry. She's been drinking. Fatme. No, I see the words. F-A-T-E. Yeah. Anyways, listen. Don't let them discourage you. I mispronounce things all the time. Thank you. See, guys? And so she's in Afghanistan. She's been mispronouncing shit since the 80s. 80s. Wasn't but I thought this was cool is because it, it's realistic. She's in these current positions right now. And things are going on that are very strange. Because this is the best part. There's a lot of just... They did really good with the artwork. So every storyline, everybody's... The art's gorgeous. I love yeah. it. Again, the coloring is really what sells so it, though. you're trying to figure out... So this is pretty obvious. They find someone in ice. Yeah. Looks bad. But the little kid is talking about... <laughs> and he goes underground because this guy's a dick. Throws his coins down. And he goes under... Is that a nine-panel grid? So, <laughs> yes, it is. It's a nine-panel grid. This is the best. As he's not seeing what's currently going up above, which is the shit going down. Yes. All of a sudden... And it's a nice fairy elude. They don't come out and say zombies are coming out, right? Like, So then this is the part where the maid comes over here in the Tokyo... So something's happening, whatever's going on. Do you see the room here? He goes into the room. He's not really, he's paying attention to the person he's about to kill, but the maid's pounding on the door for help. And this guy just falls out of the window and he doesn't see that. Mm -hmm. And then here, she's hoping with Shaw, she's bringing this guy down to help the people. And there's noise going on in the background. And of course, then you have what me and Kylie, I like the kid personally and the, the ninja. But this one's called B.J. Hool. He's one of the... Um, B.J. Bob yeah. Robert. Oh. Yeah, and he's been a, a prepper in the sense he has his own um, he's a, like a nerd. bunker. Mm. And okay. he's very comfortable with counting. He's very analytical. And he's built this bunker, and the world goes to shit. And this is when the zombie basically, everywhere at the same time, people just snap. And so... It's going through at a more global level, and the story is really interesting because even though it changes, it's like everybody's finding the zombie apocalypse right now. So everybody's going through, oh shit, things have gone down, we don't know what's going on. And like everybody's seeing it at the same time, just at different locations, which right. is very intriguing. And then again, when they go back to Antarctica, Antarctica is the only story that's one year earlier. What she did... I wonder why that is. Yeah, because what you find out is she, this Sarah chick, was really excited because she wanted to help people. The Antarctica person? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so okay. she she found this guy and they had the blood and the blood was helping things. It was really strong. She wanted to help the world. What she didn't do is wait a couple days and realize the blood was actually killing everything off. And so when she sent it to the lab because she really wanted to be helpful, what happened was it was a biggest mistake because it was releasing something through the whole world. And so it was more of an accidental. She's the one who causes it, even though she wanted to help the world. 
every story is very fascinating. It ends though. Is this still going too, or is this just a one? They've and done, done a thing? second volume, which hasn't been collected yet, but okay. it just finished recently. Oh, okay. So every story. Same with the other one as at well, the right? End, the Devil's Highway. I, I believe so. Yeah. Do you know? Is it like the same characters that are? Yes. That I don't know. Okay. I wonder because I would why think are you so. Saying yes, you have no idea. Because at the end of the <laughs> yes, it is the same characters. Because I would imagine that he would want to follow the same characters. He talks about it in Maybe. his end of the book. I don't. I don't remember reading that at all. But okay. oh, well, I do like the ending. Of well, that's because you're not issue. a responsible woman. Uh. Oh, she's getting real. <laughs> at the end of every one, they show a historical document of how. Zombies has been played into our culture, and we just didn't know it. Zombies is, have been around forever. Well, Jesus Christ, they bring up, they show, you know, the hidden documents. Jesus Christ was a zombie. Exactly. They they mention that. They show, That's like... That's the very last one. You know, yes. But they talk about the Great Wall, why the yes. Great Wall was built, because because of zombies, the, the it Black wasn't Plague. It was the Mongols? The Black Plague was zombies. Oh. Those goddamn Mongolians. What's, what's the first Shut one? Shut up. What? It's the, it, it is the... This. Yeah, it's the uh, Da Vinci. Yeah. It's it's all about... Kylie remembers. Yeah. But this was I interesting. Remember. He remembers the Mongolians. They down studied a every particular city or country they were in. And this one, because everything was automated in Tokyo he was able to go faster through the zombies because he didn't have to make noise so he was able to take like the trains underneath ground he'd just have to kill out the zombies in the train car but what I found really good as a writer he was able to tell here are these well Benjamin Percy the guy we're talking about he was able to take these short snippets of people's stories and I think they per book Everyone was brought up twice. So you had three pages for Martinez, and then he would come back. So the story, after a while, you got used to it because you're mm-hmm. like, here's the next story, here's the next story, here's the next story. What was interesting, though, is how much they were able to accomplish or how much you actually cared about this because it wasn't little storylines. Daniel Martinez was saved by the guy that killed his parents. He was a drug lord and so during the whole story you see daniel martinez this young kid who's talking about how no one sees him that's how he survived this long he ends up taking revenge on this guy but it's not like it doesn't feel forced the same thing with samurai you have this revenge story going on in the background and the interesting it, it was just so well done i enjoyed this book thoroughly and this was fucked up yeah this, this the other part of the history thing that uh, in the one is uh basically they're talking about when america is settled and they've got the railroads going they've how they got rid of the indians was was basically just taking all the trains out and letting the zombies out and that got rid of That's the, the Native it Americans. It wasn't the, it wasn't the smallpox. That's fucked up. It, but at the end of the, the series, it shows her in Antarctica realizing... Oh, Jesus was a zombie. Yeah. You realize what? she blew herself up hoping because at this point in time, you're earlier, she has yeah. no idea what's going on. The shit hits a fan. The thing comes out of the ice. So she blows it up and she's like, I'm hoping someone will know not to mess with this. A year later... Fish shits at the fan. Everybody's died. But at the, what would you call it? The summary or his little commentary at the back? Mm. What was? The cool? writer's notes. The writer. A letter from the creator. There you go. He's a big uh, horror fan. 
He likes it, which was nice to hear. He but to he wanted, he purposely did it at a, a global scale because he said you always hear about, you know, these people banding together. Right. And he wanted to show a global like impact. A lo- yeah, a lot of the zombie stories are very, like, centralized. Right. Like, The Walking Dead, you only see the one group that you follow the one character right. through the whole thing, pretty much. And like, he did make a point about why movies... Are, don't necessarily always capture the best because movies are limited on budget. They have to stick to a mall, right? right? Like, you can't go farther out. For him, he went to Mexico, Tokyo, Afghanistan, the United States. Right. But That's I the did, beauty of comics. It's an unlimited budget. Yes. Your yeah. budget is whatever like, the artist uh, can draw. He... He enjoyed it. And you can tell by the writing at the back of the book that he really did like it. And the reason I say... It sounds like a hell of a script. It was a lot of fun. It was well done. It was very well done. And I would say... um, I like his writing style a lot. I really do. He said his was... I say... I think the... I say, I say. Oh, wow. I can't... I did not say it that way. Now, now, pay attention when I'm talking to you, boy. The reason I think he'll maintain these characters is hopefully he will, because I'm really curious to see how the fuck they get out of the situations they're in, is that... I don't know. I think I think they all kind of ended. I, I don't know. They, oh, he, he could go to different. He could go to different characters and just leave me wondering, like Bob, poor Bob. Oh my God, that was so sweet. <laughs> so the character uh, Bob, he had this bunker and it was perfect. He had I don't know how you explain it. He built it all. He had the numbers. He he felt comfortable counting. He, he had, had weapons. so much food. He was set. Like he was, he was set, but like he was like this nerdy virgin who likes comics and and he has a CB radio and he starts talking to a woman. Jesus. Everybody thought that he was crazy. It was like, haha. Yeah, he exactly. He talk actually about talks too. about the count the, of how many people. He has the numbers of all the people who, who rolled their eyes. Crazy. Like, so he could call them up and be like, see? No, no, no that, it's just his analytical oh. mind, basically. But there is, you said, there's I a thought scene. you were literally saying, like, hit their phone numbers. No, no, oh. no, no. no. <laughs> Not like there's like 256 people rolled their eyes at me when, gotcha. when they see. He, he, there's a there's a kind of like story a, where he just goes through numbers of things kind of like a rain man kind yeah, of yeah, thing he's definitely, where he can remember those little love, details he, of things he's there when the shit's going down and one of the one of the his neighbors who thought he was crazy came running up going okay i, I get it you're not crazy let me in it's like i can't you're and you can see like he has his hand up and he's he's got a bite and he's like no yeah and i don't even if he wasn't, I don't know if he would. I mean, I probably wouldn't. I'd be I like, wouldn't. You know, fuck you. If I see that you're <laughs> bitten, I'm not going to let you in. Yeah. So he gets his call, and you could tell he's just so excited to talk to any female. Yeah, he's got a CB radio, and he's out there trying to see if anyone... Your voice is husky. You look like, you know, a female... Um, and the Sound person, like yeah, the person says, Sound yeah, like I'm like, yes, and I am a femme fatale. Come get me. Come meet me. They, you they have talk all for of quite it. a while. And it's like, we're only 20 miles away. And he's, I mean, he even has a fucking like, zombie, a mobile. Freaking zombie mobile. It's that, so cute. Like, so he doesn't the have tractor? to stay in his bunker, but like, why go out if you don't need to? That's like a Jeep. Yeah, and he's lonely. He is really like because he's a nerdy man. Yeah, he has a zombie killer. He he's a guy. But he's he got gets, a bowl cut. But he's got. He gets to the he house. Reminds me of Eugene from Walking Dead. <gasps> yeah, he gets. That's yes. what he reminds me of. Yeah. And so he gets there, and he gets a rose, and it's just this uh, this other nerdy guy. And he and it was really he was catfish. Yep, he, he was totally was, catfish. He was totally in the zombie catfish. apocalypse. He was totally catfish. And so at the very end though, it was this moment where he's like, 
why would this happen? Like he's glaring at this kid who's on oh, the poor back. kid who had no food. How he survived, I don't know. He ate his dog. And the guy's like, I don't want to hear this. He's like, okay, I won't tell you how I ate my dog. He's like, I told you, I don't want to hear about this. I don't want to even hear that you ate your dog. Here's this little nerdy kid, and he's all, uh, the numbers kept me safe when everything went to hell. I would have. I was waiting for him to kill him, to be honest. Yeah, and that's like, when at this point fuckers. he goes. The skinny, the little one killing the big one, no, or the I big the one big killing him. Because look be at like, him, he's just. You're not a hot woman. Boom. And he goes, yet the numbers <laughs> led nah, me to keep. Like that kind of person. And that's where he talks about, like, everybody had that kind of wrapping up where maybe it was okay. Maybe this was the purpose was to lead to this kid that loved the stupid movies he loved and right. everything but like I that. But I mean, even then, I'm. I, but I'm such a. I don't know. I, I'm such an introvert that I would be like, you know what? Get I'm going to go out. back to my house and just hang out and be by myself. Right. <laughs> okay, so Devil's Highway. Devil's Highway was not nearly as good as Year Zero. Oh. oh. So you guys would recommend Year Zero more. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Devil's okay. Highway, don't get me wrong, it has Had potential. such potential. Uh, and I believe it was only four issues. That's okay. what shocks me. If it wasn't four, it was five. But the trade I mean, is only was... ten bucks, though, which is pretty fucking sweet. I looked at the cover. Yeah, price. I think they're trying to do like, what um, Image does. With I don't know if first... this one's ten bucks as well. I don't see a price on this one, but maybe it was the same amount of issues. I don't know, Kylie. What did you think? Either way, ten bucks for a trade is pretty bucks, sweet yeah. nowadays. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But um, yeah, this one's about. Um, Syracuse. Yeah, basically, the, the 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 gist of it is, and I love the so the commentary. The reality of it is that the FBI believes that there's at least twelve active serial killers that are truckers. But it's only one. No, no, no. no. In, this no. is in reality, real life. In reality. real life, this is what they oh, believe okay. because because the you know they just, bodies and bodies and, and the routes and stuff. Okay. Um, but like truck drivers are like invisible people. They're just hard to. They're always on the move. They're always you know, hard to pinpoint them down. Exactly. So that's what kind of uh, <laughs> that's what kind of jogged his. Well, he, he there's a really cool story in the back where it, I can't even remember where he was, but there was a truck behind him, or no, he was, was no, he was, he was behind the truck. And it like in the dirt. The mud flaps at the back. Was it said, the mud flap? Yeah. Is that what it was? Okay, yeah. It said, "Show me your tits." Huh. And he was like, what, "What? What is this?" And it was just like a dirty truck. And he's like, "You know what? What kind and it of was man?" Was late at night, and he's like, "I'm just gonna get around this guy." No, but yeah. he wanted to see what type of man would actually have this on their truck. He wanted to see what type lost. of guy. So he zoomed up to go see, and this and is the guy, zoomed up. And the guy, when he looked over, the guy was. I mean, this is the middle of the night somewhere on the freeway right. in the interstate somewhere yeah. and the and the guy is dry he's in a clown mask and, and he looks over yes. at him benjamin percy yeah, yeah. this is okay. this is what kind of got, gave him the idea for this and he's just See, like that oh, i'm getting me the fuck out of here do we know do? when this was I, I when know. that it had might, happened it might say it in the back it was around like the clown epidemic 57 and it said show me your beers i wonder what kind of creep would do show something like this boobs <laughs> so i pulled to the left lane and creeped I mean, show me your beers i don't have mud flaps tonight i rolled by the cab and the driver turned his head to study me and shit you not he was wearing a clown mask so i showed him my boobs and crushed the accelerator and got the hell out of there this was 20 years ago and my flesh still creeps every time i think about it that freaked me out man so he showed him his boobs so if it was 20 years ago 
I mean, that had a been. Yeah. Okay. Show me your boobs. Um, so but not... then, but then he like he knew he knows people, and he started talking to people, and that's when he was started learning about this stuff. And he's like, this would be a really cool story, <clears throat> which it would. And I feel that if this would have been like six issues, and maybe he drew things out a little more, mm-hmm. it just felt very rushed. It was like you're here, and then you're here, and you're here. It was just really quick. It was really fast paced. You don't normally don't have a problem with that, but this is like a detective type of a thing and it would just it moved a little too fast for me well and it was the it was so the concepts in and of itself were so cool right like you have the murder happen but the daughter is coming back from the father and you could tell the daughter's messed up right like there's something wrong with her but you you kind of elude once you see her you're like oh military ptsd or something right but everything is so like nothing is able to settle and the story's good but nothing like you don't feel as connected to the characters because yeah, she's... Yeah, there's no... You, they give you enough backstory, but they don't give you a lot of character development. I think that was that kind of fell but flat for me. But it was a right. really cool story. Uh, but basically, the it starts out, this girl comes running up to this diner. When it's closed, it's like Christmas is coming up, and they're talking about, you know, your daughter's going to come back. He hasn't seen her for a while. This lady comes up, needs help. He lets her in. Total scary movie moment. Help! Um, And then whoever's chasing her comes in. And, you know, the slaughter ensues, basically. Mm, The daughter does come back. Oh, she does. And then decides she's going to go. She's going to do the detective work and find out what the hell happened to her dad. And it it goes on from there. Oh, no, and she does it. And it's weird because it's like they... I think you'd find it interesting more so... But uh, they, oh. he, it's all serial killer, right? It's all snakes are involved, a lot of cutting. The bodies, like her father is less in, left in certain ways. Like and, some of these truckers have special hidey cabinets where they'll uh, keep women tied up and torture it is, them. And, yeah, it's really, but again, it's not, it's like almost you find these things out too fast. Mm-hmm. Or it's so fast. Well, like she she comes hmm. across a detective who's been oh that like wasn't he's got a drinking well. problem. Like he's been trying to figure this out for years, and like people think he's crazy. And like she teams up with him, and they like boom, 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 and they figure this out. And I'm like, eh, this is a little too well. And you could see though, it's all he about just needs somebody sober to help him like, out. <laughs> yeah. So and she's not all there. What you get is that there's a bigger conspiracy, as if. Oh, yeah. Like it's a group of, of people. Serial that, killers, yeah. and they purposely put them all in truckers, right? Like, there's... So, it's weird. Like, there's a big man at the top of this serial killer train in truckers. Who's a trucker? He's also a trucker. No, he's no. like a family man. Yeah. And, oh. Like, you never see him. At the at the very end, it shows... But he has his serial killer truckers. Yeah, yeah. but I can't tell... And they tell. all have, like... A little notch taken out of their tongues because the they're snakes. Because they're like snakes. But it is interesting. But again, it's like they hit the lowest of the low prostitution because it's truckers. Yeah, they're basically because nobody cares That's about those yeah, people. Yeah, because they're just, just like ladies. just like in um, Green Arrow, it's like homeless, right. mostly homeless women, children, mostly. Mostly, but well, they anyways, considered to be undesirables. Undesirables, yeah, yeah, yeah. yes. Yeah. So it was good. It, it, it had it was. something it was. there. You just felt, to me, this one. It'd, felt, be, a, it'd be a really cool TV series. I, I feel if they, they, could, they had. They could do... Oh, oh, you're going down. Oh, she's holding the back because you're <laughs> online. Just don't look at her. <laughs> don't look at her. We're good now, you guys. 
<laughs> you spilled beer on her. Get a towel. Get a towel. Mary's Mary hates me. I feel they could do a really cool dark. Why you gotta be TV like that? Show with this. Because I'm lazy. Um, I can hear everything. I I do hope. Uh, they do a Don't volume move. two of, of this because they do leave it open. Oh, they do, right? Oh, yeah. Very much so. But I think they left. I would read Year Zero. Year Zero was really good. Really well done. Don't touch it. Yeah, I, I want to read Year Devil's, Zero. Devil's Highway had potential. And and I'll I'll judge. And after it's going to keep going. Two. So, yeah. yeah. It's worth looking into if nothing definitely, else. Definitely. Definitely. Stop, yeah. Mary. Stop. <laughs> okay. Don't do it. Let's do some weekly picks. Yeah. Check out Benjamin Percy's work. If oh. let it. For sure, but uh, you're so loud. Bring it picks. back from your weekly, Mary. Yeah. What should people be checking out this week? Weekly, Mary. Weekly, Mary. I started watching. Uh, okay, I'm ready. Listen, I'm gonna be like Aaron. I'm gonna have a couple. It's fine. Um, the the Cecil Hotel documentary on. Um, uh, Netflix. That's what the, is that it? was really Did good. Did you finish it? I finished it. Yeah, it's Did really it not short. Piss you off. Why? Why would it piss you off? Did oh, you watch, watch it? it? We'll, we'll discuss. Well, we can discuss. We watched it. We can discuss after. Okay, oh, yes. I liked it. Oh. Yes, is that? The I one? liked it. I feel like because I knew somewhat of the story, and then when they finally closed it up, I was like, "Oh, this could have okay. been done in one episode." The video yeah. one. <laughs> it certainly could have been. Are we talking the, the one in the? the but they Don't they wanted to go through the history of the hotel as well, which uh, which I was perfectly fine with. Um, yes, Attack on Titan. The final season. The final season. Now what? it's the final season part one because they have officially announced that they're going to do final season part two, Get out of which town. is not going to come out until 2022, 2022 winter 2022. Oh, and then oh, halfway through that, move. they'll go, this is doing so well. We're going to do no, final season part three. There was no way they were going to finish it, and I think it's bullshit that they thought that they would do, they would leave us on a cliffhanger um, because the manga isn't even done until this month, April. It's not done until this month, April. So they're going to finish it up, which I'm very happy for because the animation's amazing and the the dub is really good. If you guys like the dub, I've been watching the fourth season in sub because I'm impatient as hell. Um, is it airing I, on Adult Swim? It's on Hulu. It's on? Oh, okay. Mm. Uh, I think it might also be on Adult Swim for English dubs. Um, and it's also on Crunchyroll or Funimation if you wanted to watch Everything's that. Everything's on Crunchyroll. Right. Jesus. Quick, 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 quick. It's fine. <laughs> um, and then my other one is going to be, I just started watching Wonder Egg Priority. What? <laughs> it's another anime. <laughs> well, yeah, Wonder no. Wonder Egg. What is it the called? Ad- Wonder no, Egg Priority. I had been on a million it's- things I thought she was about to say. I would have never gotten to Wonder Egg. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's a, it's egg, a it is a minority. newer anime. I think it's no, it's priority. I think I thought it was minority. Is it minority? Priority. Oh, priority. Oh, I got it right. Wonder Maybe Egg. Minority should be the priority. <laughs> Wonder, Wonder Egg priority. Okay. Uh, I've watched the first two episodes because those are dubbed on Funimation. Um, I'm probably gonna watch the rest of it subbed because I'm impatient as hell. Um, but first two episodes, basically what you're getting at is that there's this girl, she had a best friend, her best friend committed suicide. <gasps> she Always has been kind of like adopted into this, uh, this group that you can get these eggs yes. and if you crack them. Just waiting for the eggs to come into play. Yeah, right? no, I was all like, <laughs> you I'm with the you. eggs. If you crack them, you help this spirit who has, this person who has also committed suicide, um, kind of find peace. Oh. 
and then you're gonna help your closest friend or nice. person that you love the most What's um, the other come shoe? back to life possibly what if you use the egg as like a benoit ball no but there's thing? another yeah, shoe one, yeah, it's no. not that one. i don't know i've only you watched the no first two episodes because i'm like but this is what it's getting at it's about this girl i don't i don't remember her name now because i've been drinking but uh, she's got a yellow hoodie on and she's very cute she's got like one blue eye and one brown eye yellow it's super cute um can't and be. she, her friend, had committed suicide, and she wants committed. to breathe. <laughs> Don't even. I was gonna let it go. Committed Don't, suicide. No. She committed suicide. Uh, <laughs> but she wants to bring her back to life. That's it. Though. That's what she it wants. It can't to. be good though. You don't ever want to bring someone back to life right. with wondering. Right. So listen, I've watched this because it's supposed to be a really fucked up anime, and it's wow. you. You got. It's you only two. It's festive. It's City. Easter weekend. Talking about I eggs. Did. You know, but it's not like. Wicked City is not my thing, okay? <laughs> it's too weird, Kylie. It's too rapey. It's too, too rapey. Rape. Aaron? Uh, I don't know about Kylie, but I'm going to say Godzilla versus King Kong. That's mine as well. Okay. Oh, my God. I enjoyed it. Did so you not like it? One. Oh, my God. I it was so much it. fun. Okay. So, number one, I tell people to watch it's everything it. everything I wanted it to be. Yes. Because it was exactly it. Yeah. Because it is. Is it your pick, Kylie? Hong no, Kong. It's a comic book. Wow. <laughs> Did you like how. Should we give you a halo? Do you want. Are you super awesome? I'll just do a little bit. <laughs> Let's, I, I, think, I think we should like we should like Kylie just get his real quick and then we can talk about Godzilla. Yeah, yeah Kylie, what's yours? Since, since we're, since we're both, that way we can both just no, kind of geek out over screw it. Screw this. We we have standards, Kylie. We'll go now and that means we have to oh, hold sure. ourselves accountable. So are you Kylie guys going to give talk. spoilers? No. Well, at this point, it's, it's freaking, it's King Kong. If you haven't watched it, yeah, there's don't no... listen to this. Well, that's why we should oh. talk about yours first. <laughs> okay. Oh. Mine is issue number two of Terry Moore's uh, Serial. <gasps> you are, is it um, good? It's, well, because the first issue was good, but like, I there wasn't enough to really go on. Um, like, you've read Rachel Rising. It's very much that. You get this, and then it just abruptly stops. That's like, Serial uh, it is. It is. So it's Zoe from Rachel Rising, the little girl. Oh. Yeah, she's um, she's cute. And it's basically she's hunting down a serial killer, and who uh, you find out in this issue, she she's a glass blower, and she keeps. Zoe is. No, no, no. The the, the serial killer that Zoe's trying to track down because okay. it killed one of her high school best friends. Okay. Keep up. Um, but this you find out this 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 serial killer girl is she she's a glass blower and she keeps like. Like, say, one person, she took the wedding ring and she, like, blows it into glass. So she keeps, like, little... Oh, that's creepy. ...little trophies. And uh, this one, issue two picked up where she's like, I'm going to find this bitch. Because she just killed one of her best friends. And so she's she's on the hunt. You don't want to piss sweet. off... You don't want to piss off her. Yeah. She is, like... She's a kick-ass little girl, man. It's good. It's... it's I, like, I thought Rachel Rising was... Dark, definitely. This one seems like he's he's taking it Step up further. a little notch. So I'm, oh, I'm excited. Rachel Rising, gotcha. oh, guys. Rachel Rising, everything. Terry Moore. But you just Godzilla, love Terry. <laughs> yes, because it's just nice to see. I don't know about you guys, because you've been you're young, right? It's black and white. It's not this black and white. Have you guys been with an artist or a creator? He's both an artist and a writer. Maybe. Well, yeah. <laughs> Many times. But you've seen, you've seen the trajectory. in the same night. <laughs> but you've seen their career trajectory. I mean, that is epic, right? Like you're talking about Bendis or these individuals. 
here's an individual he put his life into this one series these one characters and now you get to see him come full circle i think that's just awesome as well as godzilla versus king kong oh my god spoiler everyone let's do our best godzilla uh impersonation ready that is not it's like a character. Yeah. That's all I can do. That's that's my thing. That's my go-to. He's, like, he's more like a... Rawr! Ow. Isn't that what he is? He's like, he's more of a, like a rawr kind of guy. I apologize, guy. everybody, that had to listen to that. Oh, is that really loud? It was loud. Oh. But let me just... It's not a spoiler. But. Hong Kong is gone. Hong Kong? Oh, my oh. God. Hong Kong is gone. And we all knew what's going to happen. Because we did see where they were, like, coming up against. And my mom's like, at least London didn't get it. Usually it's always, like, <laughs> London and King Kong. At least, at least London it wasn't did. where more Hong the Kong white is people fine are. to be gone. No, but it is true. If you watch, like, big destroy movies, poor London and, like, that aisle, in most of these movies, they're gone. Like, London gets it. Oh, that's it. Do it. Show it. <laughs> Sorry, here, we'll, we'll do this one more time. Don't. Oh that's God. it. People. I don't even know how well that's going to It is up. a lot of fun. And, man, it was when Hong Kong is just gone. I mean, there is definite plot holes, but it was just enjoyable. I like Sydney be gone. Who? Sydney. Australia? Yeah. Why couldn't it be that? Well, no, because again, it, it's it's it is the montage kind of concept. She's saying at least it was Hong Kong and not London or something. I'm not saying it's at least. So I'm like, it's why Hong couldn't Kong? it just no, be she's, Sydney? No, she's saying it's always these places that are getting. Messed if you out. look at all the movies that like all these things happen, you always see San Francisco, the, San Francisco, or you see the New bridge York. in London. London always the White gets House. it. It's New York by House, an yeah. ocean. What the is fuck? Is New York by an ocean? Where's oh, New York? Man. I know it's in New on York. On the fucking coast. Who said the fucking... Oh my god, girlfriend, no. Don't say that out is loud. Where's like, the Statue of Liberty, honey? Is it on a freaking In the middle island? of the island. Fucking ocean. Because people came in boats to become right. free of, like... Is it, like, right? just, like, outside of the Hudson or something? Like... Oh my god. <laughs> I, no, Jesus honey, stop. Christ. No, you Jeez. just stop talking, honey bunny. No more. No oh. more talking about New York. You're just My digging that man. hole. I'm uncultured. No, it's not oh. even cultured. It's just knowing the sides I'm of an America. Uncultured, semi Midwestern. Just geography. Yeah, I'm all like you remember here's Maine and you know the state and Maine? the Yeah, Maine, our our state Maine. Yeah. And you go down. Yeah, Maine I know state. where New York is. Yeah, do you But so is New York okay, but the New York City. Is it in where New York is, or is it in like where like that little? <laughs> is New York City <laughs> no, in New York? No, honey, I told you not. No, no. honey, no. it's right New on York the has, edge. New York has like its main it's land, a state, right? and then yeah. it has like mm-hmm. that little thing this that comes off, best. right? This should have been the spoiler alert. You talking about Florida? No, <laughs> she is no. talking about the fact that where Utah, Salt Lake City, is in the mid- no. middle of the state. She's wondering if the city New York is in the middle of it's the mass or. Is it on the edge, honey? It is so on the edge because you know the Liberty, the Statue of Liberty, it's right there in the ocean. ocean. And they bring like Staten Island. Yeah, I'm like the island. Yeah. (laughs) 
Oh, oh, Jesus. Oh, my God. I almost peed my pants a little bit. I'm glad I talked about my pick already. (laughs) That's what I wanted you to go first. So, wait. Uh, You keep looking about New York being near the ocean. It was awesome. Right. It was so much I was thinking of oh. Long Island. It, it, it's one of the funnest movies Again, I've got to watch recently. Island. Get, get the uh, island. It's, it's, right. got, it's got flaws. It's downright stupid at times. But like, yeah. st- but stupid in the ways that you want a Godzilla oh, yeah. movie to be stupid. Like, the villain in this movie is, so is, is just a hair above like mustache twirling like like <laughs> tying, yeah. a, oh tie, tying oh, yeah. a woman to the railroad like he's just a hair above uh, that guy slightly but um, oh it was just so much fun for reference um godzilla 2014 i wasn't a big fan of like when when brian cranston and godzilla are in the movie it's yeah. pretty sweet but that's like that's ten minutes of 10 the movie minutes. together. <laughs> so that one, uh, Kong Skull Island, I still think is probably the best movie of the series oh, so far. I, I totally agree. That, that one was was pretty a good. A lot of fun. King of the Monsters has its moments, but it I was. Found... And Kong has everyone from every Marvel movie ever. Right. <laughs> they did. <laughs> um, like King of the Monsters was like when the when there's not monster shit happening, I just found myself being like I could care less. Um, I also thought King of Monsters. There was a little too much they were trying to do. There was a lot. Wise, where there you're was like, a lot. You're you're doing too much. This movie is not what this should be. Right. This movie should just be monsters. And New York. And you're this trying one, to give it more. This of a one knew what it was and didn't try to bullshit you too much. It was like, <laughs> look, no. We know we have to have some human characters in here to further the plot and explain things, but we 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 know why you're here. And for and, the most part, they brought in. You know some characters from the other movies, so you right. didn't have to. You didn't need a lot of backstory for one? some of them. Oh my god! When I saw so the one fun. daughter, the the girl from Stranger Things, I was like, oh no, not her again. Oh, she's not, not like her. I, I was just, I just couldn't care less about her in the I last gotcha. one. So okay. I was like, oh, we gotta Fair follow enough. her. She's but, but her teamed up with the podcaster guy. Oh my god, he was so cute. Was what what made it fun? Made it fun for well, sure. Well, and I like the and, banter um, between them. Love, love the uh, the deaf girl with her relationship she with King Kong. Phenomenal. But who's the kid? Who is the... Is he from Australia? Rusty, Rusty Collins from Deadpool 2. Yes. <laughs> Rusty. <laughs> but it was... Just, he was so cute in this everything, but what was tap he water. called? Tap, tap water. water. Right. Get up, tap water. <laughs> there was so I drink many, tap water, I can tell. So many things <laughs> that I, I expected them, like big cliches and tropes that movies like this do, that I expected them... To do that, they don't, and like what? and and so like it, the beginning of the movie. I guess we'll we'll get into spoilers here. Then oh um, oh, she's coming wait, back with wait, New York, baby. New, New York, York. Oh, no. coming back to New York City. You do it, girlfriend. Google Maps has shown me the Hudson is by the Hudson. Have you heard of fucking Sully? Wait. He fucking landed a plane in that still, shit. But where, where's the Hudson though? It's the Hudson is oh, between Hudson Long, Island Long Island and New York, and, and New York. but New York City, yeah. uh-huh. New York City. If if you look on Google Maps, it has like a little outline. It's like kind of on our main island and also a little bit on Long Island. Oh. And then... So it's by the ocean. I've heard they have a nice team. I'm hearing it is by the ocean. still. But <laughs> no, like the city is a part of 
the you're main, not coming yeah. back. The main not. land and Long Island. But you're so, not coming back from this. But it is the Hudson. So I was corrected what I was thinking. Okay. okay. But Good. we still no don't understand. <laughs> but it was New York. Is, yeah. I'm sorry. So I love you. But yes. Um, Please Paris, ignore me. Talk about your my mom and Godzilla thing. I want to talk about Montana. What the Montana. No. What about Montana? <laughs> it's Montana nothing. had nothing. It's, it's not nothing. by it's water. It's mountains. No. It's mountains. Mom's it's a like, little bit more exciting. It's a little bit more exciting than Kansas, which is just flat land. Nebraska. Nebraska. Hey, my mom was Nebraska. born in Nebraska. Don't you go knock okay, in Nebraska. Okay, but anyway. Whatever. <laughs> so, did you Listen, ever have these moments? You don't care about what I talk about. I don't care about Godzilla and Kong King Kong. Kong King Kong. <laughs> New York, you were digging you? your grave. <laughs> you were digging that. I was trying to stop you from hurting yourself. Did you yourself. watch it? Did you watch she it? She watched well? Godzilla versus Hong Kong Fui, which was a completely Kong, different Kong King Kong. Oh my yes. God. Fury. So these are my technical issues that Kylie was notices reading. is for me, I ponder how things are built. It doesn't make any sense. It's I all know. CG, none of it's built. No. <laughs> That's the answer. Jackass. Whoa, what a but dick. if you watch, thank you. Thank you, Kylie. When you watch, in this movie. Wow, you got high there. When you watch Resident <laughs> Evil and these big things, they have these hidden bases out in the middle of nowhere. Who built it? Where are the people, like the construction guys? Right. So you look at Godzilla, <laughs> yes. Uh, but where? There is out in the middle of nowhere that would in take years. In the nowhere. Years. So here you have... Fucking Hollywood elites. Montana. Had, the Hollywood had, elites. <laughs> so they had the tunnels. They followed the tunnels and there's like, who who built that? That might, was Rich my big people. thing. Rich people. Rich people. No, who built it? As Rich. in like... People. The working class? Where the are they? How many years? Okay, yeah. Listen, Let's I want to If you want to go into conspiracy theories, they killed them all. No, Let's I'm, get this whole thing back on track here. No, King Kong. So, so Godzilla. you're talking Kong about King, King Kong, Kong. So and Godzilla? There, there, there are cliches and tropes that this movie chooses to ignore. Except New York. That, but <laughs> but that I, I was very pleasantly surprised by. Early in the movie, they have... Godzilla attacking this facility, and you're like, you know, we thought he was a state, which is stupid to say because Godzilla destroys cities anyway. He did it in the first one, exactly. but anyways, they're like, we thought he was our savior, and should well, because King he, of Monsters, he why was is, the savior. Why is he attacking us now? And uh, immediately, immediately, my brain goes to, oh, they're gonna do this thing where he's being controlled by something else. That that that's usually oh, what really? happens in a movie like yeah, this, yeah, yeah. right? They don't do that here, which which I thought was fucking sweet. Huh. Um, another thing, and I, I mentioned this to Kylie earlier um usually when they have like a blank versus blank and they're two iconic characters like this right and these are about as iconic as it gets godzilla like versus jason right nobody wants to make the call of who wins the fight it's more like we're going to get the butts in the seats and then you know you're watching the fight and then you can already see the side plot coming in where you're like Okay, they're gonna fight for a little bit, and then they're gonna team up to fight this other thing, right? No, which the, which which bounce, which yeah. does which does happen, but you get a winner of the fight, which I really appreciated because usually they won't do that. Usually it's like we don't want to be the one to make that call and let the fans bitch about it. Like so, they're gonna fight. It's gonna be a, a tie, quote unquote, and then they're gonna team up and fight this. Like no, no. I mean, I I, I won't spoil it. I guess if you haven't seen it. There's a winner of the Godzilla versus Kong fight, and it's fucking sweet. Well, they even made jokes throughout, like, "Well, I guess Godzilla wins round one." Right. Well, right. I guess Kong won round two. They do um, those little things. There, there's so. a really stupid thing where the, this whole idea that they're gonna transport Kong over, 
you know, to, to, to get, yeah, to, it's like, well, we're avoiding the, the main areas that Godzilla, like, what the fuck? Stupid ass, he's in the water. <laughs> you think he's gonna, fu- especially when they're talking about like, oh, these guys have a, have a rich Can history. I tell you what? Their that ancestors was... have been fighting. Like, he's gonna find him. Yeah. That, that he's was gonna some... be like General Zaya. I will find him. That was some him. pretty sweet shit, too. No, it was that, cool. That was awesome. But it's just, but it's like, why would you put him on a boat? So again, because Kong was like defenseless, really. Like, there was nothing he could do in that first fight. Especially, especially after all of it's done. They just use helicopters. Like, why right. did you just do this in the first exactly. place, you idiots? Why would you put him on a fucking boat? <laughs> so, when Godzilla rules the sea. Yeah. Godzilla can't fly. He can't move and, that and fast, really. You, like, and, unless he's in water. Why would you yeah, put him on the water? And as you've seen in the other movies, like, oh, he when he wants to go somewhere, he he can haul ass. Fuck yeah. So this is my thing, again. I love the like movie. It was my pick. <laughs> but what I enjoy about these things is what the notice is. Who... Who built the frickin' like chain oh on his neck? <laughs> like, where does that come from? Like, who comes up and goes, "We're gonna need to transport Some a big ape that works for Warner but Brothers." But this is the fun thing: is <laughs> yeah. where you guys notice, you guys notice other weird shit that drives right. you up the wall. This is what, and it's not; it doesn't upset me. But my my, the, the this stuff, is a movie that you should not give that. Yeah, much you need to check your brain out. But yeah. you may not. But this is a it's fun a turn thing. your brain off movie. Exactly, it is. But the fun part is even. Even with turn your brains off movie, there are those moments where you go, well, who did make that? That poor guy. No. And then you have like movies like Transformers 2 where you've turned your brain off and it's still painful. (laughs) I still, I do believe, and I hope someone out there who's listening, by God, they made it this far. They agree with me that it's okay to sometimes ponder. Who made that? Who's filling? <laughs> who made the big tunnel okay that goes in Ant- like in Antarctica? They built oh a tunnel God. that went down, right? Someone had to build those little things that he was grabbing on, right? Like he was to get down to the yeah. hollow earth or whatever. What yeah. guy did that? Like who did they do? What, what were year? We, so we? I don't mean to go oh, off on okay. another tangent. We were watching. Oh, please don't. We were watching Resident Alien oh before we came over. Oh uh, I second love that class show. episode. But they is that Alan Tudyk? Yes. Okay. They're they're arresting a lady who works at a in a she's a hairstylist. So they're arresting a lady at a salon. I go up to get a drink in the kitchen, and they arrest her. There's a lady getting you know she's got the foil in her hair. I'm sorry. Oh. I'm sorry. But but it's but, true, Mary. Watch us. But I turn around after they arrest her and take her out. The first thing I turn to Aaron is like. What about the poor lady who's getting her hair done? What happens to her? And Aaron goes, I was thinking the same, same thing. thing. Right? Like, these are the moments. And we were watching Winter Soldier. Did you see the Winter Soldier? Oh, my God. Did you see it? No. You haven't seen it? No. There was a moment, and I didn't say it. I was. So, it was so good. It was this morning. I didn't say it. And all of a sudden, Kylie goes, she would have fell through the floor, huh? Because she was on grates and high heels. And I was like, I didn't want to say it, but yes, Kylie. She was walking, and it's those little square grates, and she had those really thin stilettos. All right, let's wrap this shit show up. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> no, it we, wasn't. We went off. <laughs> it was so much fun, guys. See, King. It was the movie we needed. Yes. It really was. Like, there, there, there's just something about it. That first contact of them when Godzilla finds him on the boat, and, I mean... Kong gives him one, man, where he, like, oh, rocks yeah. it back. That oh. first punch to the face, you're just like, yeah! Like, so, were you surprised that you liked the, the fights are awesome. All podcast of guy as much as you sweet. did? I thought the podcast... He, he was funny, yeah. Yeah, I didn't think I'd like him as much as I did. Another trope, especially when you're having super CG shit like this, 
a lot of a lot of times they'll do it. And this is something that God, uh, King of Monsters, was really guilty of. Do it in, do it at night. Do it yep. in the shadows. Do it in the rain. Yeah, a ton of rain. So anything that can kind of hide the monster. There's one fight in this that's at night, but they do it in Hong Kong where the city's lit up as shit, and oh, the yeah. angles are amazing. So like, you see everything, and they, then like, the fight kind of goes person, into right? the morning where the sun comes up, where they fight. The, the thing they team up to fight at the end of this movie, which is fucking sweet. Um, like, and it's in the it's in broad daylight. Like, they don't try to cover anything up or, well, let's, let's have it raining so you don't really have to see Kong that well. I think that would yeah. be more technical to do it's, it that way. Ugh. All I know is that people, sh- when, Dude, when, when they... Kong's just, like, f- going through the city and Godzilla's... I mean, that... The city's gone. Oh, oh, yeah. oh it is oh, gone. Oh, they're just tearing down skyscrapers. Oh, oh, it this is. This is fucking awesome. This is the thing is, when that, an alarm goes off, I this, this is what we all learned. I year in 2020. <laughs> yes. Like, like, shit still sucks now, but like when it was really bad, that's when I needed this. I but needed this movie really bad. we need to remember, if you're supposed to evacuate, for God's sake, oh, yeah, that, evacuate. That when when oh. they're like, we evacuated, and like you'd see, still see people like, when you were supposed to evacuate, you, oh, yeah, you jackasses. No. Th- this, th- th- there is some stuff, in it, and this is where I'll give Aaron some credit when she's talking about like <laughs> you put too much thought into this. You have you have this so... podcaster and these teenagers that just like waltz into like hey. what should be like the most highly secure buildings <laughs> on the planet with like and like they're in there for like an hour before security's like, hey, who are those kids? It's like. <laughs> Well, it's a screwdriver but like, but one again, that gets like, me. This is Godzilla versus Kong. I'm not. I'm not gonna pick apart things like that in this movie because that's not what we're here for. I. It's not that I pick it's, apart. I just like. It's, it's fun as hell. You this movie is so it. worth your time, and it's only. It's a little under two hours, She's so it's so, not even yeah. real. It's not even that long. Hey. It's not that yeah. big of an investment. This. This is the movie that made me realize that when you can Black even watch Widow this comes if out, you hadn't seen the other ones, even oh, like yeah. like. It, like, if you hadn't seen the other ones and you still thought this looked kind of interesting, been... just watch it, because you don't even need to have seen... I would, would recommend them, but I, yeah. you don't need to have seen the other ones to watch this. It would be nice to see on the big screen, though. It would have so. been nice to see on the big screen. I, I would say when when Black yeah. Widow comes out, I'm definitely going to go see that in theaters and not watch it at home. Spider-Man, next creator focus. All right, Mary's turn to pick. I find out there's no spider. Which comic creator we'll be talking about. And does he live in New York? Or oh my god, in, that was bad. Or dude. is it in the Hudson? <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. The Hudson's by the Hudson. <laughs> I knew it. New York is by the Hudson. There's a spider web in here. <laughs> There's no spider. Uh, Grant Morrison. John Romita Sr. or yeah. Junior? Is it Sr.? Yeah, John Romita Sr. John Romita Sr. Okay. Right on. This is All right. Oh, uh, now John she Romita has it Senior. on her pants. We're talking about it in a month. Right on. Um, next week we're back to book club with my pick this with time, a which is Mr. Our first two-parter, Mister Miracle Part One. Ooh. So for those of you that do read along with us at home, we're going to be reading the first six issues of Tom King's Mister Miracle. So are we going to do it back to back? Yeah, we're yeah. going to do back to back. So we'll do. Part one, one week, and then part and then two. The next How week. come we have to do back to back for your Because it's twelve issues. Because hey, it's because it's a long. When it comes book. to me, I'm gonna do Doomsday Clock. If we, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we already if, talked about. If we did this all in one go, here. it'd be a long podcast, or we'd have to skip over stuff, which I don't want. So Miracle do. Man two, Mr. 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 Miracle, Miracle Man and two. Mr. Miracle. <laughs> So, he lives so on for next week, you need to read the first six issues at least of Mister Miracle. That's what if you if you're out there. Where's New York? Anybody? Is there By anybody the out there? Is there anybody still listening to this? Podcast? <laughs> I'd be like, but wait, who? 
build who built things. the death star Mother i just want to who put toilet paper in the resident evil movie she's in the bathroom changing and there's like toilet paper and i'm like what janitor is in the middle of antarctica until next time you guys my name is tyler i'm mary i'm aaron i'm kylie for comics game we'll see you next week